Hey guys, what's up? Chip here. Welcome to the Chatterbot Newsletter Podcast Radio Series. I'm your host, Chip Smith from Australia, wherever you are in the world today. It is Sunday and it is the 8th of March. We have had a very, very busy week here in the office. It's just myself here today. The weather is quite good here. Finally, it's cooling down in Australia. So I thought I would take the opportunity to just come in here, release some of my thoughts on what's happening with crypto, the economy, corona, and all things to do with blockchain. We do what's called, uh, as blockchain analysts, we do what's called apps and dApps, and we set them in the blockchain, and we're using a specific you know, th- theme or technique, which is called predictive linguistic analysis. And basically with that, we are... You know, we're spreading out across the internet. We're trying to find little clues and hints about what people are talking about and they're using their cognitive part of their brain and basically we're able to sort of cheat in a way and find out about what events could happen in the future. It's been a pretty good week for crypto. We're holding and some coins have actually gone up. I know crypto is down a little bit today. I do feel that some of the data that we're looking at, guys, a lot of people have been asking and requesting. I will throw out a little bit of a tidbit for people that are keen on what we're doing here. And I do see, like, in terms of the coin market cap, I would be hinting and I would be expecting the prices of, you know, $300 billion to enter the entire crypto space soon. Right now, if I'm just, guys, I'm just, uh, bear with me. I'm taking a look at the coin market cap. And right now, as of today, we are sitting at about $256 billion. So it would mean uh, an influx of money coming into the proximity of about $45 billion to come into the market. So Bitcoin's holding there $8,900, still, still below that $10,000 mark. And it's good to see that there's a bit of positivity and and news being created around this coronavirus, basically hinting or underlying the key fact that corona and, you know, people hunting for safety assets and, you know, people are still sort of hinting that Bitcoin could be a safety haven. It's kind of a bit different for me. I, I really feel and think that Bitcoin is more of a store of value as a blockchain you know, analyst, I would be saying it's more uh, a store of value and also half and half with a safety haven name or ideology and also, you know, a, a fun thing to do for millennials. So when we tie all that in, it's going to be interesting to see what happens because if you're unaware of what's happening right now in the economy, I, th- I think and uh, what's happening with the Fed, they're they're really uh, pushing for the Federal Reserve rates to go down. I really think that's going to be a theme looking at the data we have. I, I really understand and are really guessing here that that will be a theme that will continue. So we've seen metals, precious metals like gold and silver do really, really well. And we're sort of in this cross collaboration in terms of what's happening with the interest rates where, you know, owning gold. Um, it pays no interest, but there's a lot of people that are still 
interested in that because the epidemic has you know pushed the treasury yields down and it's adjusted for inflation further below zero. So the weakling dollar also helped gold this week and that's also helping them keep crypto prices pretty stable. So I think, you know, everything is setting up for a really interesting environment. As an investor, I have not really seen the environment we have right now with such low rates. The stock market is really having some negative offense, uh, negative effects and prices have been hammering down. I really do if I think that when we're looking further out, I do think the stock market is still, like we said, was probably going to probably going to see prices further destabilize. Meaning, you know, we're probably going to see more selling happen on the market in the short term. But I do still think that people looking at the stock market and thinking, you know, this is a bear market, that's not right. I still think, in terms of the longer Longer term overall trend, I feel we're still in a bull market for the stock market. And so eventually, you know, we probably have further and prices lower to go on, you know, the Dow Jones, SP 500, some of the indexes. I see the biotechnology too, that's holding up quite well as some of these big biotech companies or biotechnology companies are trying to come up with a QR using AI, believe it or not, for the coronavirus. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. And I know today that, you know, when we're looking at lots of things happen, there's so many, there's so much hype out there. There's so much panic out there about what's happening with crypto. And I know I've seen a lot of really bizarre numbers for Bitcoin and the projections. Uh, I do think that you just have to be, you have to have a stable head on your shoulders when it comes to crypto and realize it's really going to be a volatile year. I do expect that. And that's actually what's been happening since about January, although it is good to see that we're up a lot higher. In my own personal portfolio and our, and our team management portfolio, we're quite up in metals and also crypto. So it is good. It's a very good start to the year for me personally, financially. And I'm really, really happy and I'm really excited to pass on any information that could be helpful for you guys. So I really appreciate the kind words you've put through for us and our team this week. We are really working hard for you guys. And when I put out a tweet this morning, I wanted to talk a little bit about what's happening in the social media world because I'm on Twitter a lot. And I, how many members? I think I've got about uh, over 6,000 followers now, almost to the 7,000 follower mark. A lot of people do like to log in. And I mean, people that don't check our news feeds every day like to sort of, you know, once a week get on there. And just have a read of what we're saying. But uh, I was talking to my second cousin today, and he's a bit younger than me, but it was sort of talking about Bitcoin, the ideology of Bitcoin, or what it is, what it represents. And he was pretty uh, blatant in the fact that he thought it was some scammy, magical internet money that's basically going to die out in the next 12 to 24 months. So I, I didn't really have too much to say on that. I just sort of chuckled and had a bit of a joke with him. And I really think that uh, even if you're listening to this and you're the, – the funny thing is when you're when you're in and around crypto and you're involved so much, someone like myself or some of our clients, and you're always on Twitter, you're always talking about it every day, you're engrossed in it, it's your hobby or it's your passion. And it's quite funny because at times we feel that we're not close to what's really happening. But then you have a look with my cousin 
He's basically only Googled Bitcoin one or two times. As you guys know, when you're in crypto, there's a whole education. There's a step, step of series that you have to go through, like being a newbie, then step one to step 10. And I mean, we've all gone through it, right? Right now, you could be listening to my voice and you're at step two or step eight, or you know, you're at step five. You're sort of learning about Bitcoin and what it is and what it's doing and, oh, will it go up or will it crash back to zero? There's all these questions that rattle around in your head. I I really love that and it's quite interesting for me because there really is a journey and I I try to teach people that. Where we are and where we're going, I, I feel I know and I understand what's happening and I know where crypto or the prices will go in time. And for me personally, it's the journey. So I If you're listening to this and you've lost a bit of money on crypto or if you're listening to this and you've put money in the top of the market in 2017, don't worry. Everyone has made mistakes. Personally, I've lost money in crypto, but overall, I'm up quite well and it's taken care of me. So what you have to do is just, you know, invest smart and wisely and don't just do things off the cup because I say that or someone on YouTube says that. I mean, do a lot of research first before you feel comfortable putting money into anything. And by all means, don't bloody put your grocery money into this market because it's a very volatile thing. Things can be up 10% one week and then the next week down 12%. So there's a lot of opportunities and also there's a lot of dangers. So you have to know the risks. But just getting back on track here, I was talking a lot about what's happening in my life this week. And I do have a lot of big contacts that were talking, or my friends and some of my family, but mostly my business contacts, we were talking about what's happening in the decentralized world. And I really feel that we're coming from, you know, the old analog way of doing things, which was the HTML, the JavaScript, into a new programmable type language. And, you know, people dealing with the internet in a whole different way. It'll be more interactive. And I think that the decentralized world in what we're talking about here, basically we're on a centralized system internet based around that environment at the moment in 2020, but eventually it will change and we'll go into a more centralized internet where we're already doing things in our business or my personal day-to-day business style of running things. We're setting apps and dApps and we're doing that locally, but we also have been doing that for about the last two years on the app side but in the future i think that's going to be a lot bigger because of i will a good example guys is facebook now facebook i know i've put out some recommendations or some predictions there that seem just ridiculous however i don't really feel and think that they're going to happen short term in the next six months but i feel as the years go on you know six months 12 months 24 months 36 months down the track I really do think that Facebook is putting themselves in a really dangerous position. And to be blunt and honest, I would say that we as a whole central community inside of the internet or intranets, we don't really own that data. And so privacy is a key issue here. Um, I'm not going to go and talk about privacy coins, but I think they might be worth looking at down the track. But anyway, Talking about that, I think owning your own data in the future is going to be huge. And I think Facebook and some of these big social media sites, especially Twitter, uh, there's some really, really big political type news and there's some really big morality type things that need to be talked about because I think if you're putting your information online, it should be kept personal and private for you or yourself. 
And I don't think Facebook getting your data and selling that and on selling that to people is a really a good thing. Number one, karma. I think karmic values are interesting here. I don't think they should be doing that. And number two, the business center things, I really think other businesses that hold your data should be keeping your privacy and a, a key issue. And it's just about respect, right? I believe Facebook have come and gone. I really do believe that in we are you know in the in a space now where Facebook have you know have, they have a window of opportunity to do the right things. I really do think that when I was talking about this in a previous podcast, I think that window of time is running out. It may have already run out for them, and I do think that when we're talking about some of these big social media sites, especially Facebook, we are on the verge of those the beginning of the end would be what I'd be calling that because they have been doing the wrong things and they've been called out like one day you're going to get caught with your pants down sort of thing and I do believe that you know karma will play its key role here and in the coming years we will see Facebook getting less and less and we're opening up the valve or we're opening up a pipeline for some of these big up-and-coming blockchain companies or even maybe let's just call it there's going to be a massive awakening in people and it will cause people to go to more the blockchain style of social media so they can interact with people yet they know that with the blockchain everything's going to be in-house for themselves so they can actually own their own privacy and keep that personal they don't want anyone else having to get their data and being sold to or marketed to or getting telemarketers call you up on the phone and doing all the things the opposite of what Facebook has been doing. So it's interesting that you're listening to my voice now, but I do think that because of some of my previous past predictions over the last couple of years have been playing out, this would be a one looking you know, forward and looking forward from here. It would be in the future that sometime we would actually see the full collapse and the failure of Facebook. Now, it probably might sound a bit bizarre to you, and you're probably thinking, no, there's no chance that Facebook is so big. Well, they're already trying to put out the Libra coin. The government have stopped them. It's a lot of things to do with privacy on that side as well. But I do think and feel that to call the ultimate failure of social media really shouldn't surprise you here at 2020 because, you know, they've been stealing data for so many years and they've been doing the wrong things for that. And I think when things do go decentralized or we're living in a more tokenized world and you do actually own your own money and your own data and and it's kept private, you can sort of see why I started my business in the first place because I wanted to teach people how we're going from the old way of doing things, the analog way of doing things, into the new way of doing things and the digital revolution that is coming. And I mean, it probably doesn't give you chills running down your spine and I guess there's lots of things that have to happen in the, in the meantime, and there's already been a lot of birth pangs with what's happening with Bitcoin. But I do really think that over time, Facebook will see a full collapse. And it's basically what has been destined for them anyway. And it's a life cycle of technology any, anyway. Basically, we have the old technology that becomes old. We have the new technology, which basically makes pretty stable focused and common technology old. This is just the life cycle of what's happening, especially also with crypto, meaning the old way of doing things with fiat and the old way of doing things with checkbooks 
is now being digitized into a way that it makes it easier and more accessible for everyday people to exchange money, exchange ideas, exchange digital money for products or services. And we're moving into a really, really different type of world than when Facebook did start. Remember when Facebook started, it was called FaceMesh. It was a very basic site. It was, I remember trying to get on there one day, it was crashing. The next day, there'd be other different problems. And Mark Zuckerberg, I do think, while he's sort of had a really good run, I do believe that it would be coming to some sort of an end pretty soon. And we're already starting to see the beginning signs of that. He's already in court. He's visiting you know, the Supreme Court and he's having problems with some of the legal issues uh, and people want to be you know, basically trying to more prosecute him for what he's trying to do. And I mean, personally myself, LibraCoin might actually be released and it might actually launch, but I think he's going to have such a hard time with that. There's going to be so many things happening in and around the crypto environment that, you know, it's going to be very hard for him to stick out. But maybe, you know, with fingers crossed, I guess he may have some legal issues to get through. But me, myself, personally, I will be staying away from the Facebook coin, the Libra coin itself, because, like, again, I just feel that he's copying an old idea. And I think there's going to be other better opportunities in and around the crypto atmosphere as time goes on. I think when we're talking about what I was saying before with the crypto market, we're at $256 billion. And our data is hinting that we will see a lot more further positive events around the entire crypto market and the entire market cap around crypto. So $256 billion today might seem like a lot of money going through. However, when I was talking about five minutes ago about the new way of doing things, I think as people become more aware about crypto and the digitizing of money, Um, the opportunity to pay for services or products in digital, people will start to wake up. And it is part of the Great Awakening. I do feel that we started our Great Awakening blog and we've had a lot of success with that. And I think a lot of people are still on the fence, meaning they know that something's happening out there. They're not sure, but they think that it's worth investigating. So we have a lot of those readers coming in. A lot of those people email me and say, oh, you know, hey, Chip, I, I understand what you're saying, but I'm just a bit skeptical about what's happening. And is this a conspiracy? And w- what is really the, the going thing about all this, you know, great awakening? I think for me personally, I've been awake for a long time. It's sad to see that when we had the corona news, uh, a lot of people were panicking just to buy toilet paper. And stocking up on the corona thing like it's, you know, going to be the zombie apocalypse when people will be running around the streets and there'll be no food on the shelf and there'll be no toilet paper and panic, panic, panic. I don't really think and feel that, you know, that's a really positive thing. And I think the mainstream media, or I like to call them the fake news, and they're already starting to fail because they are pumping out fear, they're fear-mongering. And basically, it's not working in their favor. They're basically going to, in the future, I think, at one point be caught out about pumping too much fake news out there. They've already been caught already with the stuff they're putting out about Trump. 
And while I think, you know, Trump is not the perfect person in the world, no one really is, I think he's really trying to let people see that there are a lot of people waking up to what the world is really about. And there are a group of people that are higher up and they're trying to run and manipulate things around us. So it's really sad to see me turn on the news and see people, you know, having punch-ups in the main strip of the aisle of the shopping centre when we all know that, and, and from the data, and I've basically done a lot of research on this, that eventually in time, corona will be like the SARS virus. It'll be like the Zika virus. It'll be like the swine flu. Eventually, they run their course in the warm, warmer months, and it, they sort of peter out. And I think when we're, it's March 2020 right now, I do believe if we're looking right out, it's going to be a situation, you know, probably further on in the year, probably the latter stage of the year, people will say, oh, my God, what was all that panicking and all that talk about coronavirus? So I think it's interesting to see when we're talking and how everything is involved and how everything is interlinked. And the crypto market is basically still seen as, uh, I would say, more like a safety haven for people who are wanting to you know, step away or save their money or put their money into something that they know, you know, with what's happening with the flu, there's a spreading of germs on paper money, and there's already a lot of talk and narrative about that on switching to something that could be more stable and something that could be more safe that you're not touching with your hands. So it's all funny how everything's interlinked. I try to teach you guys to the best of my ability how this works, and while I'm not some big guru or I'm not some expert on the economy itself, it's funny how crypto came in in 2009, and we've been so there's been so many big events happened since the stock market crash of 08, and I really think that this is going to be talked about by a lot more people in the future, and possibly even books written. And I think when we're talking about these virus type events, and I'm sure there's going to be more in the future, but I really think it is a distraction. And it's pretty, sorry, a distraction from what's happening out there in the real world. And I really think that is a bit sad to see. But anyway, talking about more things on crypto, we have some little prizes we're going to have coming up on the Chatterbot newsletter podcast. And we're also giving away a few free actual, I'm going to give away six-month memberships. I've decided to do that because I really think people, we have a lot of members, but I really think I love to push out stuff and I like to help people. And I think to give out free memberships as a little reward for you guys and to say more of a token of appreciation that you guys are listening to this and you're really, really getting into the groove of what we're saying. You're really understanding crypto. And I think that's really good because in this day and age, in 2020, I can assure you that the most powerful commodity in the world right now in terms of crypto is what? Information. And I know that with information comes power, and with power can come authority, and with authority, it can make you very, very, very wealthy, and basically, with that wealth, you can create whatever you want in the whole world. You can help people, you can help yourself, you can do whatever you want, you can build a business, uh, you can help a business, you can sell a business, you can do whatever you want in this world. And so, it is my wish that you have all the money in the world to do whatever you want in this world because when you die you can't take the money with you 
But while you have it in this world, it's always good to learn more and educate yourself more to get more and more of it so you can help more and more people. And that is my goal. That's what I've been doing, and it's been very rewarding for me. And I think what's happening in crypto right now is historical. And I just take it day by day. I try to be a bit positive. And, you know, we can only hope that prices can continue to stabilize and we see much more positivity. And hopefully the big guys come in more and more into the space. All right, guys, that's about it for me today. Talked a lot about things that I think are important in the future, not only in 2020, but as we go into 2021 and 2022. Sort of hinting that things can happen really fast. But again, when you're looking at the price of crypto, I want to remind you guys that things can be volatile. It can be very, very up one day and they can be horrible the next. So just keep that in mind and invest safely and invest wisely if you can. All right, guys, that's about it from me. Chip signing off. Thanks again for listening. And if you feel free, please remember to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Please pass it on to your friends and family, especially those interested in crypto or who want to get in crypto. And in the meantime, if you want to jump on our daily chatterbot newsletter, all is good there. We've had many, many good hits, and we're continuing to do a lot of great work, and we're working hard for you guys to put out content that I feel is very, very important. The link for that is below, guys. I wish a good day for you. Join our Chatterbot newsletter, and I'll talk to you all soon. Have a great day. Peace.